of Yoga Corner Chats, where we dive deep into the wisdom of purpose-driven women who are rewriting life's rulebook. I'm your host, Shelby Phoenix, and I'm thrilled to embark on this transformative journey with you. This season, we're breaking free from the ordinary, celebrating the extraordinary, and embracing the unapologetic pursuit of authenticity. Join us as we explore the stories of resilience, self-discovery, and the pursuit of an uncharted path. Our conversations are more heart-centered than ever, delving into the core of what it means to lead a life in alignment with your values. We're shattering societal norms one episode at a time and redefining success on our terms. Each week, we'll be joined by incredible women, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, wellness warriors, and more who are daring to be different and inspiring us to do the same. Get ready for an abundance of inspiration, empowerment, and unfiltered authenticity. So if you're ready to trade conformity for creativity, perfectionism for purpose, and self-doubt for self-love, you're in the right place. Subscribe now and join our vibrant community of listeners who are choosing to live life authentically. Yoga Corner Chats is more than just a podcast. It's a journey. Let's embark on this path together towards a life that aligns with our deepest values. Are you ready? Roll out your mat, take a deep breath, and let's dive in. Hello everyone, it's Shelby here, your host on Yoga Corner Chats, and today I am beyond excited to share a truly transformative episode with you. I recently had the pleasure of sitting down with the incredible Hannah, a holistic coach and mentor on a mission to help people rediscover the incredible power within their bodies. What unfolded in our conversation was nothing short of magical. From uncovering deep-rooted patterns to embracing the beauty of self-love, Hannah's holistic approach left me feeling inspired and empowered. We delved into the realms of psychology, physiology, nutrition, movement, and spirituality, a holistic journey that I can't wait for you to experience. Hannah hosts soul-nourishing gatherings, guides meditations, and shares her insights through thoughtful and insightful YouTube videos. In this episode, we explore somatics, meditation, cycle syncing, and the profound journey of returning home to one's body. Before we dive in, a quick reminder to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already and follow us on TikTok and Instagram to stay updated on all of our empowering conversations. So without further ado, let's get this episode started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Yoga Corner Chats. My name is Shelby Phoenix, and I'll be your host. I am thrilled to announce our guest, Hannah, a holistic coach and mentor on a mission to help people rediscover the incredible power within their bodies. She has a passion for uncovering deep-rooted patterns of functioning out of fear and nurturing self-love. She embodies a holistic approach that encompasses um, psychology, physiology, nutrition, movement, spirituality, and she truly believes in the innate strength we all possess and is dedicated to empowering women on their journey to realizing their potential. Hannah hosts a variety of soul-nourishing gatherings from new moon grounding circles to guided meditations and breathwork sessions, as well as an insightful YouTube channel. 
Her commitment to helping individuals reconnect with themselves and their bodies is nothing short of inspiring. So get ready for an insightful conversation that will delve into somatics, meditation, cycle syncing, and the beautiful journey of returning home to one's body. So let's dive in. And without further ado, I'd like to welcome Hannah. Hannah, thank you so much for joining us. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. So before we dive in to the conversation, I'd like to guide us through some deep breaths. Is that okay with you, Hannah? Yes, absolutely. And I also invite anyone who's listening to join us in these grounding breaths. So settle into your sits bones. If it feels safe in your body and in your space, gently close your eyes or take a soft gaze. Sit up nice and tall. Begin to inhale deeply through your nose, filling your belly, your rib cage, filling all the way to your collarbone, holding at the top and letting it all go out your mouth. We're gonna take two more like that in through the nose, belly, rib cage, collarbone, hold and a big sigh out. One last full deep belly breath and empty completely. If your eyes are closed, gently open them and come back into this space. So Hannah, is there anything I missed in that introduction? No, that was a beautiful introduction. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I think you covered it all. I really, I offer one-on-one -on -one coaching and I do in-person events and my whole business is really centered around falling and aligning to cycle or our menstrual cycle or the moon cycle. So I'm really excited to dive into it all today. Yay. I'm so happy. I love it when I meet someone in the real world and get to interview them on my podcast because right. it's not always the case. So super fun that we connected and um, I want to send you gratitude once again for joining us. Yeah. So you describe yourself as a holistic coach. Could you share what holistic coaching means and how it encompasses multiple aspects of well-being. Yeah, yeah. So holistic, the term holistic is really a, a popular term right now. It's kind of a buzzword. And um, I, I like to kind of make the joke that I feel like I was living a holistic life before holistic was even a term or people really talked about it. My mom grew up, I grew up raised by my mom. Um, and she is really the epitome of what holistic means to me. Like she has a master's degree in counseling. She has a, her undergrad degree is in nutrition. She's a yoga teacher. She's a Reiki master. She's an energy healer. She's the one that taught me how to meditate and really began that journey with me. And she's been meditating her whole adult life. Um, so moving through the world growing up, I didn't know that other people didn't know what I knew, like how to read a nutrition label. What, yeah. what are the other kinds of sugar in a nutrition label that we can look out for besides just like the amount of grams of sugar, you know, like that's just 
Um, there's so many hidden sugars that can be put in foods, unfortunately, and, and there's so much misled information there. Um, and, and how to meditate and what mindfulness looks like and what a healthy communication between either, you know, a daughter and a mother or a sister and a brother, something like that, what healthy communication looks like. Um, so, so really my business was birthed from that place where it wasn't until I went off to college that I realized that, wow, not everyone lives like me. Not everyone knows what I know. Um, and it's not coming from a place of, I think that I'm better than, or my way is the right way. It's truly coming from a place that I felt like I had a responsibility to share this with the world and, and a desire to share this perspective of living with the world. And my, my coaching approach is very much um, finding what works for you. So I think that we kind of live in a world, even in holistic coaching, where people are very, um, they're always telling you what the right thing is to yeah. do, like what the yeah. right way to eat is what the right way to exercise yeah. is what the right way to meditate is. Um, and there's nothing against that perspective, but, but my perspective truly is let's explore all different avenues and find what truly works for you because what works for you might not work for me or work for the other person. And that doesn't mean that you're wrong. And that doesn't mean that your way is not right. It's right for you. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my coaching approach is very similar. And I think that from my perspective, what makes a great coach is asking great questions that mm -hmm. lead people towards the path they might not have seen previously instead of like, pulling them along yeah. a path that I see. What I mean. Yeah. <laughs> well, because think... you meet that resistance, right? Like yeah. I've, I've explored, um, like, let's just take the gym, for example, like wanting to work out. And if you're not working out in a way that really serves your body and really flows with you, you're going to find yourself like being pulled and dragged along or dragging yourself yeah. or not going at all. And, and it, again, like, let's just talk movement, right? Like maybe you don't go to the gym. Maybe the gym isn't working for you. And maybe you're someone that likes to go hiking instead, but movement is the real, is the real thing. And what you will do is the most important. Yeah. I mean, you don't know what you don't know, you know, like let's explore going to the gym. Let's explore going hiking. Let's explore doing yoga. If you've never done that before. Yes. I love that approach of like, let's try it. It's an experiment. That's yes. For me, how I quit drinking, because when I was drinking in my head, I was like, I can't quit forever. Like, that's a huge, huge commitment. I feel mm -hmm. like I'm going to cry when I hear that. Yeah. But like, not drinking for five days and noticing how I feel and just like, okay, I feel this way. No judgment, just noticing. And then, mm -hmm. okay, I feel like having a drink on Friday. Okay, how do I feel? And once I noticed that I can't like turn my back to it, but making it an experiment made it feel more achievable. Mm -hmm. uh, I love that. But that kind of leads me to my next question, right? It's like, okay, uh, whether you're going to the gym, quitting, uh, drinking or smoking or whatever, right? You're feeling into how you feel in your mind and body. But I feel like 
so many people feel disconnected from their bodies or like feel like they have Mm -hmm. no connection to their body can't Mm -hmm. even notice those things because they haven't practiced that so how do you guide individuals in returning home to their bodies and experiencing that connection Mm, that's such a good question and and you're really spot on I think a lot of times we don't notice what's going on in our body and it's difficult for us to make these connections to oh alcohol really actually makes me feel shitty or eating this food kind of doesn't make me feel that great um so to me the best place to start is just starting with mindfulness just beginning to bring awareness so one of my I literally have this on my bedroom wall so like I walk through everything that I walk through with my clients and it's a reminder it's written like how am I how am I what I'm sorry what am I feeling in my body today and I look at it when I wake up because it's the first thing that I see when I wake up and I just check in and I just sit there and I'm like hmm, okay, I feel a little bit of tightness in my back or my eyes feel kind of puffy today or whatever it is. And like you said so beautifully, no judgment. We're not trying to label it or like figure out what what happened. Like, oh my God, I must've slept wrong or it must've been the squats yesterday. It must've been this thing that I ate. Just beginning to notice and truly pay attention to how you're feeling. And one of the best times to do that is in the morning or at night. So you could also do it at night before you go to bed. And one of the best ways to do that is to write it down. So we have that like physical reminder, maybe putting an, an, um, what is that called? An alert in your phone to go off at 8 a.m. Or that way you're kind of pairing it with the physical reminder Um, and just to check in. And it takes 30 seconds because again, we don't have to go down that whole rabbit hole of figuring it out. It's just beginning to notice. And then I also, of course, I do these similar exercises with my clients during client calls. Like we do a body scan. What are you feeling in your body and beginning to bring that? Because what you'll notice is even if you're just doing it once a day in the morning, let's say for 30 seconds, what you'll notice is over time, you begin to notice what's going on in your body throughout the day. And you might notice, like you might begin to make those connections like, Uh, I don't know. I just had this interaction with this person. And now that I'm walking away, wow, I'm noticing that my heart is kind of racing or beating a little bit faster, or I'm noticing that I have this tension in my shoulders that wasn't there before that interaction. And then that's, that's the first step. And then we can go on from there, but that's really the first step is just beginning to take small steps towards bringing awareness to your physical space. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm an artist. And Mm -hmm. so I always kind of relate things back to that. And when, you know, we we say like noticing without judgment, like our brain always wants to go to the left side, like rationalizing, labeling, like putting it Mm -hmm. in a box. We want it to make neat sense. And then it's, (laughs) you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and people do that with art right so they'll be either like too afraid to make a mark on the page I can't do it I'm not an artist I can't mess it up or they go to that brain so like when someone draws like the sun with the lines on the outside right like that's the symbol for the sun our left brain was like that makes sense to me instead Mm -hmm. of like 
what you actually really see in the real world or like what you're trying to express like from your Mm -hmm. heart um so when you say like one of the best ways is to write it down I'm thinking that's how you're switching from left to right brain right you're like now I can actually feel it and write down what I actually am experiencing instead of what my brain is like labeling it as yeah super powerful yeah um so -hmm. another part of like connecting to your body that I'm super curious about is cycle syncing so me personally I'm 32 and Mm -hmm. I was on birth control from the time I was like probably like 12 and a half to 31 Mm -hmm. and most of that time I didn't have a period at all Mm -hmm. so now I'm a fully grown adult woman and I'm like asking my doctor like I I have no idea what's normal (laughs) like I don't know I have no connection to that part of my Mm -hmm. like being so that is like so intriguing to me because I would love to be like more connected to my body in that way mm-hmm. and I'm probably not the only person <laughs> who's in that experience so could you explain a little bit about what cycle syncing is and how it can benefit folks who um, have their period yeah yeah so thank you for asking first of all you are definitely not the only person that experiences this I think unfortunately more often than not we find people have been on birth control for many many years and that is almost a a that we do kind of dissociate from our body in that way because we don't have that connection of the monthly bleed, the monthly shedding, um, that part of the cycle. So it's some, it's a beautiful invitation to begin this new journey of tapping into connecting to your body on an even deeper level, because you're someone that does yoga. You're someone that, you know, taps into your body to whatever extent that you do, right? Like we all, we all have whatever level we're coming in as, um, and how can we then deepen that a little bit? So cycle syncing for those of you that maybe have not even heard the term, it's, it's in, I'm just going to put it in my words. It, um, it's aligning to each phase that we go through every single month. We go through four phases as a woman and you don't have to be menstruating to go through these phases. You can either like some people are in menopause, some people are pre menstrual phase, some people are still on birth control and that's totally fine, but your body is still going through these four phases. So you, we start with the menstrual phase, which is the physical bleed. If you're someone that bleeds. And then we're going to go into the follicular phase, the ovulatory phase, and then the luteal phase. So those are the four phases. Something that I really love to do is connect our four phases of our menstrual cycle to the four main phases. There's more phases, but the four main phases of the moon, because the moon is something that is always going on is always changing. Um, if you're someone that doesn't bleed and, and it's a little bit overwhelming for you to approach this from your bleed or from your menstrual phase or cycle, you can always 
just look at the moon phases and start there and see how you feel. So I'm going to connect both the, the menstrual phases and the moon phases for the purpose of this conversation. And I also do this all the time on my YouTube channel too. So if you need to hear it in another way, you can always listen to some of those videos, but we'll start with the menstrual phase. The menstrual phase is, is our physical bleed that in the moon, in the moon phases, that's the cycle, the phase of the new moon. So we don't actually see the moon in the sky. It's not illuminated by the sun. It also inhabits the energy of winter, the winter season. So if you think of the menstrual phase, it's all about shedding. It's all about release. Like you're literally shedding everything that you had stored in your uterus and, you know, everything that was stored in your body is now shedding because there's no baby. Um, so it's uh, energetically, it's very much a time to turn inward. It's a really great time to, um, take some time to be alone and maybe reflect on what happened this past month or what you want to set intentions for for the next month. Um, and then we can move into the follicular phase, which would be the waxing moon. So the moon is growing every day, it gets a little bit more illuminated, a little bit more illuminated till eventually we're going to come to the full moon. So the follicular phase is like spring if you're going to talk about seasons. So the follicular phase is kind of like you're coming out um, of that deep hibernation of that deep time to be introspective and um, your intuition is really heightened in your menstrual phase. So, and this is kind of the time to start making plans to take action. It's not necessarily the time to take action, um, but you're beginning, you're kind of like thawing out if you think of it that way. <laughs> So you're thawing now, you're making plans, you're gaining, maybe you'll notice that you're gaining a little bit more energy because a lot of times we're really tired in our menstrual phase. Like yeah. your body is going through a lot and you're literally losing blood, uh, again, if you're bleeding. So the follicular phase is a really great time to begin jotting down, you know, plans, making plans, maybe scheduling times to go out or times to do interviews or um, have really important meetings. You might want to schedule those for your ovulation phase. So ovulation is the full moon. That's when the, the, the moon is fully illuminated in the sky. And if you think of, of that, like the fact that it's fully illuminated in the sky, it, that's the height, the most heightened energy that we're going to have throughout the month. Um, energetically, just in the world, it tends to be a little bit like when we have a full moon, there tends to be a little bit more dense energy. And, and sometimes that's a little frantic. Sometimes it's really nice and like, hey, I just feel great. And I am very energized. <laughs> Can go either way. Um, the, the ovulation phase is summer. So if you think about summer, like that's the time that you are really enjoying life. You want to go out. You want to go to the beach. You want to go have dinner with that friend. You want to schedule that really important meeting. You might feel a little bit more bold. Um, there's a really interesting video that I saw, like literally as women, our um, complexion almost changes. Like we have more vibrancy in our skin. And this is the time that you might notice that you feel a little bit more um, confident and like, yes, I want to wear that shirt that I didn't want to wear two weeks ago. And yes, I want to wear that nice outfit. 
Um, and then we go into the luteal phase, which that is the beginning. That's the, the turn, the beginning to begin to slow down again and to begin to turn more inward. Um, the luteal phase is a really great time to kind of wrap up loose ends. So respond to the emails that maybe you haven't responded to, maybe tidy up the house. It's a really great time to food prep. So then when you're in your menstrual phase, you don't have to be cooking a lot. There's so much, there's so much fun stuff there. Um, but that's a brief overview. I think the most important thing to mention in cycle syncing or aligning to our cycle to me is that it reminds me every single month that we were not created to live a linear life. We weren't created to always be producing and always be doing and have all of this high energy and be going everywhere and doing everything um, we truly are, we reflect nature. We were created in nature's image. Um, and I think that this comes up over and over. And one of the ways that it comes up is that our menstrual phase is, is for different phases and the moon cycle is four main phases or the four main seasons. And it is almost like a permission slip or an invitation to begin exploring wow, how can I honor myself in this phase where I'm feeling like I have less energy? Can I allow myself to slow down a little bit? What would that look like to me? Um, what would it look like to begin honoring these different energy levels or these different mindsets um, or ways to approach each month? What would it look like if I started to live in more alignment with that? And what I personally have noticed, I'll say, is that I have found that there's a lot more flow in my life. There's I Before I began this journey, there was a lot of friction and a lot of forcing and a lot of like pushing myself to do things or produce or get places. And what I have noticed is there's just more ease. It's more easeful. And it's a little more like if I'm thinking in terms of my body, like my shoulders are relaxing and like, I want to take like a really deep exhale. And that's the power of living in alignment with your cycle to me. I love like you used words to describe the menstrual cycle, like honor and, um, like, being more in alignment, just like positive adjectives. Right. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I don't know what like education is like in health class now, but from like the moment, you know, I ever learned about periods, it was like, Shh, mm -hmm. and I thought of my own period, like until like a year ago, when I started thinking about why do am I on birth control? I can stop this. And like, what is it getting curious about how that felt for me? And up until that point, I was like, it's disgusting. Or like, it makes me feel like shit or like always mm -hmm. negative, never positive. Mm -hmm. And from myself and from like people or, you know, society at large, unfortunately. Society, yeah. <laughs> and like hearing you talk about the different phases, like that seems like critical information, like all people who menstruate should know, or like have some awareness around just 
because it seems like, you know, the basics. Yeah. I think for me, like my first step of like starting to connect with my cycle is just like getting over that shame. Do you, what would you say to someone in that position who's like really just starting? Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that so vulnerably because you're so true. You're so right. There is this, like, this is gross, right? Like literally bleeding and seeing your blood is disgusting and you can't tell your partner or your family or your friends that you're on your period. And like, we have to hide the tampon, hide the pad, right? Like when you're on the way to the bathroom and it's so it's like, we can laugh about it because it's ridiculous when you say (laughs) it loud, (laughs) like it's ridiculous, but yet you are completely right. And I feel the same way that there is a lot of shame and, um, guilt there almost like for what though? (laughs) Like, why am I feeling guilty? And why am I shaming myself for something that my body just naturally does? Um, so I personally, I think one of the most powerful things, and this is not easy, this might not be like the easiest first step, (laughs) um, but I don't always do the easiest thing, um, would be to begin to have conversations, have safe conversations. So you don't have to go put it out on Instagram, put it out like to the world or go like yell about it with all of your friends. But who are those people that you feel safe enough to share information with? So one of the people that I share with is my partner, is my boyfriend. And I tell him when I am bleeding and I tell him I've, I've slowly began to educate him a little bit about what I'm going through and how he can best support me. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole different conversation (laughs) (laughs) that we could go on a whole like 20 minute tangent on. Um, but that's one of the safe people in my, in my life, uh, my best friends too, like my best female friends. I have two really great friends and talking about that and talking about, um, not even, we don't even have to talk about like, our energy levels and our emotions, which you certainly can. And I do, but, but what did I say the other day? I posted something and my best friend on Instagram and she like responded to the story and she's like, Oh, you must be in your follicular phase right now. And I was like, yes, because we've had so many conversations where now she knows, and I know like what is going on. And I truly do believe that the more that we can as females as a collective, the more that we can begin to talk about this, it's almost like that big, scary thing that was in the closet. We're opening the door and we're like, it's not that big and scary. Like, can we just, can we just allow it to be what it is? Um, And I think that it does take away some of that power that it holds over us and that shame and that guilt that it holds over us. Yeah. And also just thinking about like, young women who maybe are just started their period or you know are just online and they see other women sharing information Mm -hmm. and talking positively and like not being ashamed and that like breaks the cycle yeah 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 I would maybe another even 
if you don't want to talk about it, begin to follow some people. Yeah. I can give you a couple of people if you want that you, you can put like in the chat notes um, that I follow on Instagram. But the more that we hear it, the more that it becomes normalized, right? So you don't have to be the one that's normalizing it and 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 putting out that information, but you could follow some people that talk about um, the different phases and and what that looks like. And actually they have their own, some, some of these people have their own businesses helping women um, uh, find, like balance their hormones and things like that around your period, the more scientific things behind your period and your bleed, but any kind of, any kind of conversation, I think, especially for young people, you're so right. Um, This is one reason I love social media so much, like mm -hmm. just so much like information that can empower people on a whole range of topics. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you, so we met because you were coming into the studio to host your, one of your new moon, um, women's circles, I believe. Mm -hmm. So can you share a little bit about the types of gatherings that you host um, and how these types of practices can contribute to holistic well-being. Yes, yeah. So right now I offer a new moon grounding circle, which falls around or on the new moon. So it's once a month because the new moon, the, the cycles of the moon is roughly 28 days. So roughly a, a calendar month. Um, so I host a new moon grounding circle. This is really to talk about the energy of the moon. We talk about the menstrual phases as well. I always kind of try to blend those two together and how we can begin to align to the cycle of that. Um, and then grounding, right? So going back to the somatics, coming back into our body, coming back into listening to our bodies, because how can you align to these cycles if you're not listening to your body right like using using the somatics to support living in alignment with the moon phases or your menstrual phase um your menstrual cycle um so i love that there is such an incredible power of coming together in person. And I'm someone, my business is primarily online. Actually, I see all of my clients, my one-on-one -on -one clients virtually. However, what I realized and what I was hearing from the community is like, I want to be in person. I want to, I, you, you feel people's energy, um, whether you're someone that, that recognizes that or not, um, we do, we create energy together when we're together in one space. And so it is so much fun to create these spaces to cultivate community and to share what's going on. And we talk a lot about astrology. So every new moon falls in a different astrological sign. So um, we talk about like what zodiac, it's the zodiac sign. So what, what does the energy of this sign bring? Is it a fire sign? Is it a water sign? Is it an earth sign? Is it fixed? Is it cardinal, right? So it's very beginner friendly. You don't have to be someone that knows anything about astrology. Um, but it's again, just kind of opening up that door, having that invitation extended. And and then I offer an art of meditation circle because meditation is something that's really important to me. It's made 
a, a huge difference in my life journey. So um, that again, we're kind of like picking apart what does meditation mean? And what does meditation look like? What can it look like? Can it look differently than what's in my mind right now? Because everyone, let me just throw this out there. Everyone thinks that they can't meditate. So everyone <laughs> thinks that they have a terrible meditation practice and they can't clear their minds. So there is nothing wrong with you. Um, we just, we all think that. So <laughs> it's really to challenge those thoughts and challenge that mindset. Um, yeah. So right now I'm, I'm located in Seacoast. I don't know your, your viewership. Um, Kingston is where I offer the new moon grounding circle. I also offer one in Dover right now, Dover, New Hampshire. But my advice would be if you're not in the area, first of all, if you're in the area and you're able to make any of these circles, we would love to have you. I would love nothing more than to have you come and join us and, and cultivate that space together. But if you are listening from another state, there are events like this around. It might not be the easiest to find, um, but definitely look at your yoga studios, your wellness centers, your massage centers, because I would love like nothing more to hear someone's experience of being in that space and being in that um yeah, being in that community, there's so much power, especially as women. And I mean, humans, we were created to live in tribe. That's where we came from. That's our ancestral history is we lived in tribe. We moved in yeah. tribe and we supported each other. And that's really my heart behind creating these circles is to bring that energy back or strengthen that energy because there's so much empowerment that happens there. And it's, it's truly an honor, honestly, for me to host them. I just feel like I'm like the conduit, the person that's gathering everyone. And then we create collective energy. Um, but yeah, I could not urge you enough to find something near you and just check it out. Just go one time. If you don't like it, you don't like it. That's okay. <laughs> right. But just explore, you know, I love it. Um, yeah, I think even though it's been a couple of years, it's still the isolation of COVID, I think still kind of like, it's hard to get back into in person, right? It's like, whether it's yeah. anxiety or you got out of the habit or whatever. It yeah. Is. It's, mm -hmm. it's tough to, um, to get started sometimes, but yeah, there's so many, whether you're in New Hampshire or somewhere else, I know there's so many like opportunities and, um, my friend, another friend of mine told me she's like about the importance of just like the third space even if it's not a yoga studio maybe it's your church or like yeah whatever your favorite coffee shop or something like mm -hmm. a third space where you can go out and gather with people outside of your home so key yeah yeah, yeah. so you also have a youtube channel could you share a little bit about the content you create um and how it impacts your audience Sure. Yeah. So I created my YouTube channel similar to the reasons people create a podcast. Um, it's just a different platform, but a lot of my content as of late, I would say the last year or so, um, is, is very much focused on how can we begin to live in alignment with cycle? Um, how can we 
challenge our current mindsets. If you want to grow, right? Like this is ultimately, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are on that growth journey in some way, shape or form, whether you are in a really painful transition phase of your life, which is where I typically find my clients, or you're just looking to dive deeper. You're looking to up level. You're looking to expand. You feel that call to expand. Um, when you want to grow, you have to challenge your mindsets and you're in, you're definitely invited by the universe in many ways, shapes and forms to challenge those mindsets and your current way of doing things and your current way of thinking of things. So that's really the heart of my channel is to be that introduction to topics that possibly someone may not have explored. So maybe you have never explored um, your menstrual phases, like you were saying, or maybe you haven't explored what somatics looks like, or you haven't explored meditation. Um, we really talk about a very wide variety of things. Um, I've learned in my journey that some people are very niche. Some people are very um, like, I'm only going to talk about meditation and that's great. Sometimes I wish I could be like that. <laughs> um, but I am very much that big picture person. I am that introduction to where your growth journey may begin. And then you're going to be able to dive more in. Like maybe you, you find that you're very interested in learning about nutrition or you're very interested in learning about the moon phases or somatics or human design or astrology. Like we talk about a wide variety because I want to be that introduction. So last month we did a series on aligning to cycle. So I, I interview people kind of similar to you that are really experts in their field. Um, this month we're actually rolling out. I'm in the process of recording um, about human design. We're going to be talking about human design. And if you've haven't heard about that. We're just going to, I'm going to say Google it because I don't want to change <laughs> topics too much with you. Um, but that is, is kind of along the lines of astrology. Um, I've had therapists on there talking about anxiety. Anxiety is a huge piece of my journey and what I preach about too, because we all kind of collectively are, are experiencing heightened anxiety. Um, I've had nutritionists on there. I've had um, fitness experts and personal trainers. So we really talk about a wide variety of things and I love it that way. Yeah. A little bit for anyone to grab onto. I'm the same way. Like I can't stick to one topic. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, this is my podcast. I'm going to talk whatever I want about. <laughs> yeah. And that's cool. Like, I don't know. I've learned that this is who I am. And I'm not, again, kind of talking about the flow. Like I used to try to be so niche and I'm like, that's just not who I am. And yeah. that's okay. <laughs> so as we kind of come to conclude this chat, can you let anyone listening know where they can find more about you and your work? any upcoming events or projects or anything else you want to shine a light on here? Sure. Thank you. So you can find me. I am most prominent on Instagram. However, you can find me almost everywhere at the same handle. It's at underscore journey to well. Um, I, I definitely chat the most on Instagram. I'm the most active. I think 
everyone kind of finds their one platform. Um, I'm also on TikTok. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Facebook. I'm on threads or whatever that is. That's probably <laughs> why I'm not really on threads anymore. <laughs> I tried threads, um, but but Instagram, we really have a lot of daily discussions on on cycle syncing and somatics and meditation. So I would say there. And then from there in, you know, in my bio, you can find the link to my website and all of my in-person events. We do have the new moon is coming up at what I think is the second week of November. So we do have a new moon grounding circle, one in Kingston, one in Dover. Um, that's, that's the latest in-person events that's going on. But of course, if you're interested in exploring working together one-on-one, that link is in my bio too. And that we can do at any time, any place. Amazing. I loved this conversation. I had like seven more questions I could have asked you, but you didn't want to go on forever, but it's because I just enjoyed chatting with you so much. Thank you for everything that you shared all the information you shared, the experiences you shared. So grateful. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. I really appreciate hearing your perspective too. That's why I love talking with people because it's such a fun dynamic to to have conversation around these topics. So thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. Wow. What an incredible journey that was with Hannah. I hope you, like me, are feeling inspired and empowered after delving into the world of holistic wellness with such a passionate guide. I want to send a huge thanks to Hannah for sharing her insights, experiences, and the wealth of knowledge she brings to the table. It's clear that her dedication to helping individuals rediscover their inner power is truly transformative. Before we wrap up, I want to remind you to subscribe to Yoga Corner Chats if you haven't already. And if you found value in today's episode, share it with someone who could use a dose of holistic inspiration and explore more of her wisdom. Make sure to check out the show notes for this episode where we'll provide all the details. Thank you so much for joining us on this journey of empowerment. Remember, you have the incredible power within you to create a positive change in your life. Until next time. Take care and be well. Chat soon.